0: G'day, welcome to For the Love of Brick. I'm Greg McDonald, and I love Lego. And if you're listening to this, you probably love Lego as well. In this podcast, I'll be interviewing people from all over the world about their love of Lego and the unique ways in which it features in their lives. So sit back and enjoy For the Love of Brick. Today, I'm interviewing Brent Waller, a talented LEGO artist who has done something I've always wanted to do, build a working Batcave and Wayne Manor. This thing is massive. Brent has also had one of his LEGO Ideas projects made into an actual LEGO set, the Ghostbusters Ecto-1, and he also has a few more up for consideration. If there's something to be done in LEGO, Brent's probably done it. So, hi Brent, uh, first things first, you're a well-known LEGO artist that's had sets designed by LEGO. Uh, you work in animation and gaming, designing environments and levels. Is there anything that you have left on your childhood dreams list to fulfill? Oh,
1: not that I can think of. I go and work <laughs> for LEGO for a bit, but I can't see that happening, to be honest.
0: <laughs> the first time I came across you was your Wayne Manor. <laughs> um, oh, yes. Yeah, the that, is, that is epic. Um, how long did that take you to build? Wow, I love the uh, sirens in the background.
1: Yeah, I'm actually out in the backyard, <laughs> away from the kids. Um, <laughs> it wasn't actually planned to do that, Wayne Manor, actually. I built the entire back cave down below, which was probably about maybe five-ish feet high. Yeah. And then I took it to a Lego show here with Briss Bricks, which is the log I'm in, Lego user group I'm in. Yep. And a lot of people commented saying, Oh, I should do Wayne Manor. I was like, Isn't this enough?
2: <laughs> so then
1: the next year I took it. The Batcave itself probably took, you know, six months or so to build and then I made some additions to the Batcave and then added the Wayne Manor on top, which was the next Lego show, which is probably another six years later. Sorry, six months later. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's probably about a year and a bit all up. Oh, okay.
0: A lot of BrickLink orders?
1: There was a few. A lot of it's built with my existing collection I've built over the last 10 or so years. Yeah. But then there was a few bits, particularly Technic bits. I tried to do some moving parts, and I didn't quite have the quantity of pieces I need because I'm not really a Technic collector. Yep. So I did BrickLink a lot of that stuff.
0: It's a really impressive design like did you did you like free build that or you're like no I built it in the computer first then I just built it or you're like I know what I was doing and I was just like just I had do a
1: it. fairly clear idea I wanted to do initially it was going to be I don't know if you remember the Tim Burton Batman movie yes love it it's like this very vertical back cave with these kind of uh, like stone ledges that protrude out uh, across like a big crevasse and that was kind of the, the initial attempt but I found it was a bit boring, and I think during that, the Lego Batman movie had come out, and I saw what they did with theirs, and they kind of just went completely over the top. So I took a lot of inspiration from that, and I, you know, built a little conveyor thing underneath, and I actually just sketched out what I wanted to look like really roughly. I'm not a very good drawing artist. I'm more of a 3D person. Yep. So I did a really dodgy sketch of what I wanted to look like and how I wanted where I wanted lights to be and how I wanted the shapes to perform against each other and the use of negative space. Yep. And I kind of just started building up from the bottom, working my way up to the top. Oh, sweet. And then obviously got to the top, and then everyone said, add Wayne Manor. I was like, she's okay.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need to reinforce this thing.
1: And surprisingly, it didn't actually need any reinforcement. I just had to build a nice flat Ruth. sort of thing for it to slot into on top. But it
0: yeah. stayed together surprisingly well. I've got a Wayne Manor and Batcave. I tried to do the Batcave just by itself, and and I was like you. I was like, no, I have to chuck wayne manor on it but it's a micro yep. version <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> look i think that's every kid's dream is to you know have a back cave and well you've done it um now lego ideas you've done a fair bit for lego ideas uh over the yeah years.
1: especially lately i've been i mean i've obviously had the ghostbuster car made 2014 yep. i think so it's got back a fair bit now
0: yeah i got one of those in a bulk lot like it was before my oh, yeah. time of back in to Lego, but yeah, I got a bulk lot the other day and yeah, the old uh, it was in there. I was like, Yes,
1: <laughs> I started using it in I think it was around 2008, I want to say. Yeah, it used to be called Lego Kuso. I may oh. have my dates wrong.
2: Yeah,
0: it used to be called Lego
1: Custo, not Lego Ideas, and it was run by a Japanese company.
2: Oh, I okay. For Lego.
1: And then mine was the first, my when mine reached 10,000 votes, it was Lego Kuso, and I was expecting it to be. And the next Lego Kuso set.
2: Yeah. And
1: then when I had, I had a Skype call with them, like the day after it was announced, and they showed me the box art and the final design. And at that point, I saw this big Lego Ideas logo on the corner. I was like, oh, what's that? And they're like, oh, we're changing the branding. We're doing it on our own now. And we're going to rebrand
0: it. So yours is going to be the first under the Lego Ideas branding. Oh, sweet. Thank you. <laughs> and that was obviously a big, like, thrill. Like, especially to get to 10,000 yeah, well, and so forth. We'll get to ten thousand, but I
1: previously I did a Batmobile based oh, yes. on the uh, the Dark Knight one. Yeah, the uh, Tumblr minifig scale, which was one of the first things I built coming out of my Dark Ages. Yep. I, I was working at Chrome Studios here in Brisbane, which is a video game company. Yep, um, <clears throat> and someone, a couple of people there were like big into Lego. Well, not big, but they were kind of bringing some Lego in and messing around with their desk. And then at around the same time, a friend lent me the Lego Star Wars video games.
2: Okay, yep. (laughs) And I
1: hadn't touched or seen Lego in, you know, 15 years at that point. Yep. And I started playing that after I borrowed it off of them. It brought back all this nostalgia.
2: Yep, as it
1: does. So then I started seeing what Lego was up to at that point. And I saw they had this Lego digital designer program, which is still free. They don't support it anymore. Yeah, but you can still download it and mess with it, and you basically just build virtually. So I started piecing together the uh, the Tumblr from uh, at the time it was Batman Begins. This was before the Dark Knight even came out. Yeah, and then when Kuso came around, it was originally exclusive just to Japanese. Yeah. So the first two Kuso sets were like a Japanese submarine and like a Japanese satellite or something. Oh, okay. And you couldn't you couldn't vote or you couldn't submit unless you're in. Japan. Ah, and then the, as soon as they opened it up to a worldwide audience, that I immediately put my Batmobile up, and that got ten thousand votes, but was rejected. Yep. And um, but around the same time, sorry, I'm digressing a bit. No, no, that's all right. No, no, it's uh, this is educational. Yeah. <laughs> when I was playing with the Lego digital designer and uploading it at the same time, my the Indiana Jones Lego had come out. Okay. Yep. Yep. So I just I just bought the entire line of the first run of Indiana Jones stuff. <laughs> and that was kind of just jumping into the deep end and i started i built all the sets obviously and then i pulled them apart and saw what i tried to see what i could build with those sets yeah and yeah then i started discovering all the modulars and then it was just downhill from there
0: downhill yeah that's it the 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 money pit that is lego (laughs) yeah it's interesting how everyone comes out of their dark ages and so forth and i like the idea of starting in the digital world? Because I guess that's you as well. Like you do a lot of your work in the digital world as well, like with environmental yeah. artistry and so forth like that. So did you find it easier to pick up Lego's program for the designing and so forth? The
1: package I use at work is called Maya. Um, it's, they use a similar package in the, in the uh, film industry. Yeah. Uh, but it's like 3D modeling. So all the, the key the shortcuts are very similar, if not the same. Yep. So it didn't take me long to just jump in and start building things. And I think that's. I think I remember a lot of people around the time saying, oh, Lego is a physical thing. Why are people playing the Lego video games and messing with it digitally?
0: But they're not realizing it's bringing a lot of people in. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, exactly. And whatever gets you building, gets you building at the end of the day. Yeah. And I've started. I,
1: a lot of my early ideas projects were all physical, but I'm starting to transition to digital now because. Quality of rendering I can get out of it matches physical builds in terms of photography and um, displaying it.
0: And I can just use any color I like. I don't have to worry about whether I have the pieces. I could just. That's what I was about to say. Like, you don't have to worry about the pieces that you don't have to make it. Now I've been
1: sneaking in pieces that I know they don't produce in certain colors in the hope that if they do, if it does reach 10,000 and they do decide to make it a set, then hopefully we might get that. Piece in that color. Oh, thank you very much. We all say (laughs) Um, it's like the little little brick pattern bricks. I don't know if you know the ones that have got like a brick pattern on them. Yeah, yeah, another one. Yep. The the most recent thing I added up, I put on Lego Ideas this week, has got a bunch of which doesn't exist currently.
0: So, ah, well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Seasons in Time calendar. That, yes, there's some good production value in that one. Thanks. That was the first time I tried
1: animating and like rendering a, a video. I've made videos before but I've generally rendered a still image and then I'll just like zoom the camera in and pan it from left to right to make yeah. it look like it's animated. Whereas this time I actually rendered every frame and that's partially because of the coronavirus. I've got my work <laughs> PC here and here at home with me and my home PC.
2: Yeah.
1: So I set up the shots and then at night I've got two PCs rendering for me.
0: <laughs> I like it and, and you know you're using what you've got as well it's already up to 1,283
1: I was comparing it to all my other ones Seinfeld was like really fast and that was like two or three months yeah but all of the ones previously took at least a week to get to a
0: thousand yep. if they got to there at all this one took <laughs> two days look it's a beautiful set as well like with that set is you know how it goes through the days and the times and everything like that Yep. is there a way to motorize it, or is it just you're just clicking it over day by day? Like there would be, thing? but
1: you would need a,
0: a very long
1: storm or something to uh, like offset the months because of the months are different lengths. Yep, yep, yep. So you could quite easily motorize it and it would click by. You would have to gear it down a lot oh, to make yeah. it move that slowly. But I'm <laughs> yeah. sure with mindstorms you could just go okay, click
0: over, click over. But then the battery is obviously well, that's the other yeah. issue. But even if it isn't like it's still, it's a beautiful set. Like, yeah,
1: and all the yeah. well, that's my hope is if it does ever get made, fingers crossed. It's got to get to ten thousand first, then it's got to pass the review. Which is, these are all gambles. Yeah, well, that's it. It has. I'm hoping someone would, a motorize it and two do different displays for their own area on top. Yeah. So yeah. like, it's obviously tailored for the the US, the Northern Hemisphere market, just because there's so many more people in the Northern Hemisphere than the South. Yep. And I'm hoping people would make Australian versions. There might be an Australia Day scene. Someone might make. There might be, you know, Anzac Day, any localized regional holiday. Really,
0: you know, it's like the um, the Once Upon a Time brick, uh, the the book, the pop up book. It's sort of the same oh, thing. Yeah. Like it's in. It does give you freedom to you know build for that as well. Like you know everyone's doing their own little thing to it. And the whole concept for that came about
1: because I went to went on a holiday to Vietnam last year with yep. the family and I saw lots of bonsais around and then we went to Singapore for like a couple of days on the way back Yeah, and it just happened to be the first time they were doing their very first Lego expo Yeah, and it was very small compared to some of the ones we have here but I went along while I was there and they had a lot of these I don't know what they were they were like traditional Singaporean objects just kitchen objects and things that were just built at full okay. scale with Lego and they looked really nice, and I was like, "This." I, n- I never thought of that because I've I feel like I've pigeonholed myself into being like the, the movie guy or the Batman <laughs> guy, or the... so I tried. I was trying to think of ways to get out of that kind of rut. Yeah. And I saw all these things, and that's where the bonsai idea came from. That's that's another beautiful set. Thanks, and that's another thing I was trying to think of something like that that would look nice on a desk. That's kind of uh, agnostic in terms of age group and appeal. Yep. It could be for anyone. Yeah, well, that's it. And then I was trying to think, what? how do you take that further and make something useful as well as not beautiful and interactive? And bang, you've got yourself a uh, Seasons in Time calendar. And the first attempt was a abysmal failure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've seen them. There's like desktop ones that have like a card and you flip oh. the device around and yep. then it slots and then a new date comes down and then you flip it again and the next date comes oh, down. I so you
0: tried to do it like that, did you?
1: I tried to do it like that, but I... I was watching videos of woodmakers building these things and they're like very finely sanding, like using multiple levels of sanding paper to get them smooth enough that they would slide. Uh, and every time I tried to do it, with, I tried different types of bricks. I tried using studs on the outside or just using stack bricks and they just wouldn't slide properly. Yep. So this was actually my fallback attempt at something similar.
2: <laughs> I like
0: that Lego not meant to slide. Um, yeah, so did, did you... Build some of it physically. The previous attempt I tried to.
1: This one I didn't because it's it's a really simple mechanism. It's literally just a technique bar and it turns the thing.
0: Oh,
2: okay.
1: And That's... so the the number on each for the actual double digit date, there's just a, a knob on each side that turns independently. Yeah. And then oh. there's knobs on either side oh. for the tops and bottoms for the month and day that just turn the entire mechanism. So the mechanism is very simple. Yeah. You could probably you could probably do something that would in one turn on one knob, rotate everything once. Yeah. But then you would have to do modifications for the sec- the first digit of a date, and then the month throws it all out, the month length yeah. throws it all out.
0: <laughs> and it would be much, much bigger. Um, yeah. <laughs> and that was another thing
1: to struggle with, the size. It's huge.
0: I've got to keep... It's not a grandfather clock. <laughs> um no. But yeah, well, that's the thing I like about well, especially the Lego ideas things. Like the ones that have sparked my interest have been things that are you know you can display, um, like okay, the ship in the bottle kind of one. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get the ship in the bottle, but I do like the treehouse. But yep. um, the pop up book, and I did a Batman version of that, um, right. Voltron because it's Voltron. Yeah. <laughs> that was my child just going my childhood going. No, you need to get that one um okay i've done a lego ideas thing uh it's got to 280 um but it's a world turtle and i did that because you know it's like a world turtle with like you know a castle on the back blah 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 um and i built that for that reason like the same reason you built your season in time calendar and probably the bonsai is because it's a good display piece yeah. Um, you, you picture it in
1: someone's office who's not really into Lego, but they see yeah. that and go, that would look great in my office or my, you know, fireplace mantle or something like that.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, that's it exactly. <laughs> um, and Seinfeld is in review, which is, um, you know. Yeah, that
1: one was a huge surprise how well that was. I mean, I promoted, once I saw how well it was doing, I promoted the hell out of it. Yeah. But um, I put the X-Files and Seinfeld up around a similar time Yep. And I I made the X-Files scene and, and minifigs like years ago, I think 2014 or something. Yep. And I just I posted it to Lego Ideas, they rejected it because it was too mature at the time. So I just posted pictures of us online. I was like, fine, that's not the reason I was making it anyway. I just loved the X-Files as growing up, so I was going to make it anyway. Yep. Posted it to my Flickr. Somehow Gillian Anderson saw it, who's the actress who plays Scully on the X-Files. Yep. yep. And her people contacted me and said, I'd love these. Can I have a set of the the minifigs? I'd actually made them, I had them printed, digitally printed from this guy down south. And I did duplicates in case they got stuffed up. So I sent her the extras and I said, as long as you take a photo of yourself with the minifig, you can have them. (laughs) Some of an honor being a huge Scully fan from in my late teens. Um, And I just expected a photo of her at home holding the minifigs, but that was around the time that I was filming those new seasons. Oh, And she took a photo of her and David Duchovny holding each of them in costume on the set of the later season.
0: Actually, I think I remember seeing that picture.
1: Yeah, and she posted it to her Twitter and it went crazy and I got all this press about it. So I thought, okay, the uh, Stranger Things Lego set had come out. Yep. And I saw there was already another X Files one on the idea, so I was like, maybe they're opening up the platform a bit and being a bit more mature. Yep. Products. So I packaged it all up and put it up. And I expected it to just go mental because I saw how well it sort of how much coverage it got when Jillian just posted that picture. Yep. And it kind of just fell a bit flat. Like it's doing okay now. It's still got six thousand votes, which is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. But I expected to that to just go absolutely crazy and just get to 10,000 in a month or two, and it's kind of just, it's plodding along. I think it will get there, just yeah. take some time. Slow And, steady and then I put Seinfeld us. up, thinking, you know, Seinfeld's is another show I loved in the late 90s. The other yeah, few Seinfeld projects that were on there weren't very great. They, like the minifigs didn't have faces, and they were very rough designs for the actual sets. Yeah. I thought, it's not going to do that great. I'll just, it was my experiment doing stuff digitally. I'll just do one digitally. I knocked it up in like literally three or four days chucked oh. it up there and it just went crazy and I was like oh I really need to keep pushing this so then I kept making scenes from the show and yep. that's when I, that was my introduction into doing this stuff more digitally and more
0: uh, realistically rendered oh okay um, yeah because I saw the one where it was the, the junior mint <laughs> oh yeah that was
1: that was where I was trying to that was where I pushed a bit too far I think because I spent a lot of time doing that because I had to pose every frame and then yep stitch it together and then i expected that one to do really well and then all right then i realized there's a point of diminishing returns where people like seeing these scenes but they don't necessarily need to see them played out
2: yeah
0: <laughs> i'll watch the show um, yeah because <laughs> you released these ones were they around the time when friends was doing getting uh, their one i think it
1: i think it was because i think that's part of the, the impetus for me to actually do it because being such a big Seinfeld fan, I was seeing the Friends one coming out, I was like, well, why don't we have a Seinfeld one? Like yeah. To me, Seinfeld was always bigger and better than Friends ever was. Oh yeah. I don't know if it had quite as worldwide appeal as Friends did. But I was seeing it was about to come out and I was like, Well, why did we not have fun for Seinfeld?
0: I can do that. Yeah. And bang, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, totally different uh route now. We already found what got you back into Lego, but Growing up, like, what was your fondest memory of Lego? Like, do you have like a fondest memory?
1: I have quite a lot. I have like one of my earliest memories was I know I had Lego before this, but it was my fifth birthday, and I remember getting this, like, it must have been like 1984. I got one of the early fire stations, it had like a dual garage on okay. either side. Yeah, and I remember getting that, and in the morning, receiving it and trying to build it, and then having to go to school. And then like waiting all day to get home to finish it and then building it. That was one of the earliest memories of just really that I don't know what it is about that, but it was probably my first big Lego set. Yeah. I just remember the anticipation and wanting to build it and wanting to play with it. So that's one of the earliest memories and then I just have memories of I had this big table that I think my dad built. Relatively long that I it was big enough to fit two base plates deep and then probably about four or five long. um, Yeah. Just i got really into the city stuff and i got really into police city stuff and i'd just build a city up on there and then this is partially where the movie and tv stuff comes in whatever i was into at the time whether it was ninja turtles or batman or ghostbusters i'd build that in the town so okay because it was up on a table when it was batman i'd get all the little aerials from the space stuff and join them all up and that would be the bat pole down to the bat cave which would be on the floor And then I had my Batmobiles down there. And then was Ninja Turtles. I built a sewer. Then Ghostbusters, I had, you know, the classic, um, I don't know how old you are, but the classic 40. sort of 80s style car, the really yep. boxy yep. cars. Uh, I took, I had a police car that was one of those boxy ones and I just sort of stuck some red fins on it and some junk on top. And that was the Ecto-1 <laughs> from Ghostbusters. Ecto-1 Mark 1. <laughs> In terms of you're asking what else would I need to fulfill my childhood, Dreams. Like I've already covered Batman because I worked on did some work for the Lego Batman movie. Um and Ghostbusters obviously. So if I could tick off Ninja Turtles somehow and I that would be a nice way. And if I could get Seinfeld and X Files to tick off my late teenage
0: years. (laughs) Then you're like, I'm done. Retiring. Champion of the world. (laughs) Um Yeah, Ninja Turtles. Like I have seen a few well, you know, people try idea sets for them, but I've yeah haven't seen anything really stick yet. Um,
1: yeah, there's been because obviously they've had they had official yeah Ninja Turtle sets, and now it seems like after a period of time they're allowing existing IPs back on to ideas. Yep. So now we're seeing Ninja Turtles. You're seeing Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep. And stuff they've covered before is coming back through there, and I've seen like the, the party wagon from Ninja Turtles and stuff like that. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's. There's now multiple eras of Ninja Turtles that didn't all have that party wagon in them. It's all about the characters, really.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, well, yeah, that's it exactly. It's, um, well, I haven't seen the new ones. My kid isn't old enough to be into turtles. Uh, but yeah, I just love them as a kid. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was doing a little bit of research on you. Uh, and your website, Wall of Customs, do you print your own? Lego minifigs and stuff. So no, there's a
1: guy in... I designed the, the 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 minifig faces yep. and torsos and stuff, and then I have someone else print them because you need a fair bit of equipment I was to do to it. about to say.
0: Yeah, how much room have you got at your house? <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: and that's, that's, that came out of the X-Files thing because people saw the Gillian Anderson with yep. the, uh, the minifigs, and they wanted them, and I was like, oh. And then I looked into it and found it was possible, and that was kind of the starting-off point okay for that i don't i don't know if i'll continue with it. i did one last i did i've had a recent one i just did i did a lot of spacemen like the classic spacemen in different colors yep yep And i just don't know if it's it's something i liked doing because i liked is for me about i want lego versions of these characters and lego weren't going to do them themselves so i'll do them myself yep um beyond that I'd like people to offer suggestions for different custom characters they'd like to see. And it's like, I, if I don't have any interest in it, I don't, don't want to do it.
0: <laughs> well, well, that's a, It's all
1: about um, it's purely selfish reasons. I want it for myself, well, so I'll get
0: them made. <laughs> that's Well, that's why most things happen. It's like, you know, I need this. Oh, hang on. You might want it too. Um, yeah. Yeah. So when did the uh, Terminator come in?
1: <laughs> that was only early, like earlier this year, I think. Yeah. That's only a new one.
0: Yeah. That's like, my latest one. I was going to say, is there a build coming with that one? Is there? Uh, no, there's no build coming with that one. It's just I wanted one. And
1: <laughs> no one else had, I'd seen other custom ones and none of them I felt really did it justice. Yep. So I thought, oh, well, that's, I always take that as a bit of a challenge. If no one's done it well enough, I'll take that as a challenge. Go, all right, then I'll do it. And sometimes I fail, sometimes I succeed, but I like having some goalpost at least.
0: Yep. Well, you know, why not? Um, now in your Batcave, You've got the 1989 Batmobile in there. Is it the one that turns into a bullet? Like, you know. Uh, Or did you design that one yourself?
1: That's one I designed for the Lego Batman movie. Um, Oh, really? It's been slightly modified. Yeah, so the work I did on the Lego Batman movie was a lot of the vehicles in the background of the Batcave scenes. Yeah. They had me make. There's a lot of other people worked on these vehicles as well. Some of mine didn't touch at all. Yeah. A lot of the boats and the cars. Are the ones I worked on.
0: <laughs> sweet. So that was
1: the first thing they asked me to do. They said, can you make me the Burton Batmobile? And I was already planning to do that for myself anyway, so I was like, Oh well, if I can get paid to do it, then why not?
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, sweet.
1: But the one that's in that Batcave is very slightly different because all of the builds for the movie were all digital. Yep. So I could cut some corners and use pieces that don't exist in certain colours or are well out of production. Yep. So I had to make some substitutes when I built it
0: physically. But you knew your way around it, so you're like, "I can, I can do this."
1: Yeah, it literally. I was expecting that one to take. Like I estimated with them, and it's going to take, you know, twenty hours. It took me six hours because I had it in my head for so long that I wanted to do it that I just
0: smashed it out over like two nights. Oh wow, <laughs> that's uh, that's probably quicker than I built the one with instructions. Um. <laughs> <laughs> When i was building mine i was looking online to just see just see what people had done like you know like with backave and yeah. wayne manor and there was nothing like there was really not that much um and then yeah i saw yours and i went not gonna do that that's it's way too much lego <laughs> <laughs> i don't have that much room like do you have a lot of room at your place or like or like your own not little really lego room or your garage
1: I have a single garage that's been turned into a Lego room, but it also houses tent storage and dryers. (laughs) And it's currently an absolute bomb site because when I pulled apart that cave, which is now disassembled and completely gone. Oh, really? It literally took me months to just sort those parts back into my collection. Oh, that sucks. And then all the sets I've built since then, like I don't keep sets of together for very long there's very few that i actually keep i pull them apart and want to use the parts for something else i've got like two massive boxes just full of parts just waiting to be sorted and the last time i tried to build something in that room my kids were in there with me who just pull everything out (laughs) and the place is like you can barely walk
0: in there (laughs) at the moment yeah that's that's like my room at the moment um yeah it's it's one of those things like everyone thinks when you build with lego they're like ah you know it's it must be so much fun and it is but they don't see the amount of yeah. bricks that you know you go through to try to build something. You're like, no, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. And yeah. then you're like... Like even
1: the... the I was talking earlier about the calendar that I was trying, the flipping upside yep. down one. Last time I went in the Lego room, I found that the bit I'd tried to build for that was still sitting there. So then I had to spend like half an hour pulling it apart, yep. putting all the pieces back where they came from and just never ends. Yeah,
0: it's... um Like I've bought bulk lots. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think I think, <laughs> oh, I think if there's a way to crush your spirit, it's to go through a bulk yeah. lot.
1: Um, it is somewhat cathartic and sorting and just sitting there. But I need to have a podcast or something on that just keeps my mind occupied. Yeah, because I'll just go crazy if I don't.
0: Yeah, and it's one of those things you have to do it as soon as you get not as soon as you get it, but you just I think you have to knock it out because I did like I think it was a 15 kilo one, and then I did a, Jesus a 10 kilo one. And the 10 kilo one, there's still a lot in there. And <laughs> and then I've got all the sets that people have bought me that you've built, but then you're like, I don't know, that's that's de- definitely going in the shelving to um, become something yeah. else some other time. <laughs> and you're just, yeah, forever forever sorting. That's what I should have called this yeah. show.
1: And do you, people like to, to share their, their tips and this is how you should sh- sort your Lego and this is how you should store it all. And it's completely dependent on how much space you have to store it, yep. how much, how big your collection is. Like I'd see a lot of people use those. You can get them from Bunnings in Australia. They're yeah. like a storage container with like a flip-up lid yep. and you can open them up and they've got a carry handle yeah, on them. I've got some of them. I had a ton of those early on, but my collection got to a point where when I'd want to build something, I'd pull four or five of those out. I'd lay them out on the floor. And I have no room to build. Yeah. So now I've had to change my collection sorting algorithm again to try and accommodate <laughs> the difference in size and the difference in space I have to actually use.
0: Yeah, I guess that's the thing, because I've got my little area, got a fair few of those um, those units, uh, but then, yeah. you know, you have got the ones from Aldi and then some other ones.
1: My current one is all Aldi now. I'm slowly phasing out the uh, those containers for Aldi, the drawers. Yep yeah um the, like the stack of drawers looks like 30 drawers yeah they're brilliant and every year they they sell them for like 20 bucks a piece and i pick up four or five yeah and as of this year they sell them again this uh, early in february yep. i think i've filled an entire wall with them so i'm pretty happy with that now
0: <laughs> and the old uh, lego labeler is out as well
1: no that's another thing i can't label anything because as i drawer fills up i then need to multi-sort like if i have say if you've got a left and a right piece of a wing or whatever, yeah. they might be currently combined together in one drawer, but then I find it gets too big, so then I need to split it up into another drawer. Yeah. So I can't label anything because it's always in
0: flocks. forever labeling. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. for the moment, I'm, I, like, I like the labeling system for the main reason. I'm like, okay, that's where everything is, and I can put stuff away reasonably quick. But yeah, I see your pain, and I think I'm starting to really hit yeah. that as well. Hence why I don't <laughs> use the sticky at the bottom of it. I just stick the top bit, I and I'm like, just keep ripping it off, put it somewhere else. Love the Aldi ones, and I think Super Cheap were selling some decent ones as well, which weren't the lift-top. Yeah, I think
1: I saw those ones, yeah. Because
0: the lift-top is great for, you know, no dust, but it's like I have to pull the whole thing out. Do you have any tips for entering stuff for Lego ideas and so forth?
1: I could do like a, <laughs> an hour-long talk or more <laughs> on tips. Like I can go through the the high level ones. Like at the base level, I see a lot of people make this mistake and then wonder why they get no votes, is they'll they'll take a picture of their build. Yep. And obviously that alone has to be a good picture, it has to present the thing in a good light. Yep. Um, but then you've got to make sure that like say you're doing a white building, whatever it might be, and you're photographing it somewhere against a white background. Yep. When you push it down to a thumbnail, you can't really make it out the detail. It doesn't punch out at you. So ideally some contrast in whatever you're building, whatever colour it is, try and have a background that allows to really push the eye forward to, to see the, the thing you want to present, yep. basically. Okay. And on top of that is a lot of people will put up their image and when you see it at the top of the ideas page, when you click the link to actually go to it, it's like a big, nice, wide, it's not widescreen, but it's a wider image that shows you the whole thing. But then, when it's a thumbnail on the main page, when you have just a list of a thousand ideas projects, yep. it's cropped to more like a four by three ratio, Yeah. and you you actually a lot of your image will get cropped out. So I've seen a lot of images that look fine when it's on your main page, but the thing that actually gets people to click on your thing on your idea to see in more detail and vote for it, if that's not clear and you can't see clearly what that is and that's not appealing, no one's going to even bother. Yeah. So you can have the best you have the best idea. You can have the best build. But if you're not presenting it well, you've you've kind of just ruined all the opportunity and all the time you've spent doing everything else. Yeah. So it's like presentation. Obviously, top-level ideas. Make sure your idea is appealing <laughs> and good. Yeah. Make sure the build's good. Yeah. And then presentation.
0: It's good. Yeah.
1: Because there's lots of ideas out there who... The stuff I'd love to do... Like, I'm working on some stuff at the moment, but I don't know if I'll actually submit it because it may be too niche, like even the Dark Crystal one I put up. Yeah. I was kind of hoping the popularity of the new show would snowball a bit and become a bit bigger than it was. Yeah. Because the Dark Crystal is a niche and very tall oh, yeah. movie. But I was hoping the TV show would kind of lift it up a little bit, and it kind of didn't. And that was where an opportunity where the idea was... Like, it's a good idea, but if it's not widely appealing... Yeah, You're limiting how many people are going to potentially vote for it. Because someone may look at it and go, that's a good build, but I don't like the Dark Crystal. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, Or they may know what it is and don't really care that much. <laughs> and I've seen a lot of projects where that's obviously something the person has built is very passionate about. It's something they love, whether it's a sport thing or a car or whatever. Yeah, And if it doesn't have that widespread appeal, it's just going to have a real... Tough time. A lot of trouble breaking through, and even if it's got like a hardcore fan base that's really into that thing, yep. Even if it got to ten thousand, Lego's going to
0: see that it's a very niche market, and they're not going to approve it. Yeah, that's it exactly. Sorry, World Turtle. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and the last tip
1: for Lego ideas oh, is yes. just carpet bombing. Carpet bombing ideas, because even if you get to ten thousand, there's no guarantee they're going to make it. Yep. Because I even. As of now, for ones that have been reviewed, I'm one for three for getting approved. Yep. So the more you can get up there, and the more you get to 10,000, the more chances of happening because even if it gets to 10,000, there's still probably a one in 10, 20 chance that it's going to get made.
0: Yep. Okay. So, so just
1: that's why that's why I've got like four things on
0: there at the moment. <laughs> just carpet bomb it to the max. Um, that That's yep. actually a really good tip because <laughs> I guess it gets you in the community as just... well.
1: Yeah, just getting one thing up there, you'll learn a lot about what to do. So I've refined my process of making videos and how to display it over the years.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, uh,
0: doing a video was one of the things that I was, I should have done it in my description, and I didn't. I did it as an update, and I'm still kicking myself for that one.
1: I always see the videos as, obviously, if you can get it in the main page, it it helps sell quicker to, to people on the page, on the ideas website. But, for me, it's more about getting it to people, getting people outside of there to come to LEGO Ideas itself.
0: I, I in all honesty, I hope the Bonsai definitely gets there because that is, again, I I saw that and that's sick.
1: I'd like either that or the, the, the calendar because, well, both would be nice. But <laughs> as I said, I have have been trying to get out of that. You're the movie guy, you're the Batman guy. So I've been trying to do the more original things. I would like to get an original thing through to 10,000 and approved so that I could say, hey, I could do other
0: stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, I'm not typecast. Yeah. And so what is your type of favourite building? I know for most people that's like, you know, my next build's my favourite build, but I mean, is in what style do you like to build in?
1: I always find anything smaller, particularly if I'm building physically, I enjoy the building process a lot more because like the Batcave, there's things I didn't like in it, but because of the sheer size of the thing, it was just too much effort to pull apart and redo. Yeah. So, like, I'm not really a car person, but I've done the Batmobile, I've done the Ectomobile, and I've done a lot of other vehicles. Just because they're small, like I can go, okay, that bit's not working. I can just rip that off. That'll take me five seconds to redo it. Yeah. Whereas anything bigger is such a laborious process to iterate and improve upon. Yep. So that's why I found like I did. I made it I, my homemade modular many years ago. And I found that was an issue. Like, I'm not liking the way that window's sitting and the frame around it. I'm going to have to pull this whole thing apart to, re- to <laughs> fix it. You just get a bit lazy to go stuff it. It's good
0: enough. That'll do. Yeah. Yeah. I know that feeling very well. Like, I've, yes. I've built like a robot factory. So it's like, you know, a factory that conveyor belt, blah, blah, it blah. And yep. it builds robots as it goes through, like, you know, trigger the eye sort of stuff. Um, yep. And there were so many things about it I didn't like. But because it was so big, I was, just, no. Yep. That's staying as is until the point where I went. no, nah, I could do it better, and then I had to break that apart to then sort it to then. Be... <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I feel your pain.
1: That's where I, in the, with the Batcave, I was trying to push myself to do more, uh, technical stuff, more motorized and functions. Yeah, because I have very little experience in it. Yep, and the, I had a conveyor belt like the Lego like, Batman movie, with like just the suits going around. Yes, yep, remember that? And that took. I, did, I must have lost count of the iterations I did on that because it would constantly seize up and get jammed. I took it to a, the Lego show in, here in Brisbane and it would run it for a day, and then the next day just would seize up constantly. And it took so many attempts just to get that thing working consistently and operating smoothly. And when I look at it, I was like, but that's like such a small portion of the entire build that I've spent so much time on, and no one's going to appreciate <laughs> that. They got to look at the detail on the, back, the Wayne manner itself or something. You go, you must have spent a lot of time on that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you're like, not as much time as I did on that. Yeah. Um, I'm the same with Technic. Like, I'm sort of, I double my hand in it, and I, I love the idea of it. But there's a lot of swearing that usually goes along with it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's like, why doesn't it work? Why, why, what what, what jumped now?
1: That's partially why the the mechanism on the calendar is so simple. Because I was like, I could complicate this and make it very sort of turn one knob and the whole thing turns, and then just have an offset for certain things. Yeah. But I was like, nope, this this will do. It does the job, and I I was basing it on old antique
0: desktop calendar wooden things. Yeah. So I was like, that's how they worked. That'll do. Yeah. And you know, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Yep.
1: <laughs> and I ha- I have a very very ambitious for me ideas project that may never see the light of day because i just can't wrap my head around it's very technical and very uh technique based a lot of gearing a lot of changing of gears and still a crank function yeah and something it's very very similar in line to the bonsai and the calendar it's something it's a physical object that you would see in certain places but <laughs> i've just cannot wrap my head around one certain aspect of it i know it could be done because there's physical models of it that aren't lego that that do the what i'm talking about yeah i don't want to give it away because i don't want anyone to steal my (laughs) team
0: tell me when i stop recording um yeah well find um, out when you stop recording yeah um (laughs) um, what was i gonna say do you do lego photography like do you like to do lego photography and so forth like i've noticed you've got your Flickr account uh i don't like the process i like
1: having good I like having good images of the stuff I've built. I don't enjoy the process of actually taking the photo. Because it'll often be like, take ages, setting it up, setting up the lighting, take a photo, have to walk to my computer, plug it in, stick the card in, see if it worked. It didn't, and by that time, pulling the card out of the camera has then moved the camera to position. Like if I just go, I just want to adjust this to the right a bit. I've moved the camera in taking the card out and screwed up that entirely. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I don't enjoy the process. I enjoy having good photos. Yeah, and that's partially why I've moved to digital for the the ideas stuff because I can get instantaneous camera stuff, camera changes and tweaks without breaking the entire scene and having to redo it.
0: And you're not having to deal with lighting as well.
1: No, I can throw. I don't have like the Ghostbusters video I did. I, uh, I have a tor I had a torch on my kitchen counter. Yep. A torch, a flashlight for the American audience. Yep. With a green transparent blue cup over the end of it to make a, a green light, <laughs> and then I brought some dry ice, and then had the dry ice. I built, <laughs> I built a Duplo volcano essentially because I borrowed my kids' Duplo so that so the dry ice would flow down yeah. and go in a certain direction. So I funneled it with the the Duplo, yep. and that's that's where you see photos of the Ghostbuster car with like green mist behind it. Yeah. So I had fun <laughs> doing that. That was like one evening. <laughs> And I took video footage of that and I shot it at 60 frames per second and slowed it down to 30 so it looked like very slow-moving fog. Yep. And I had fun with that. But then I don't want to do that for every single thing I do. Yeah, that's that's good outcome. <laughs> but then I found when I saw the box art for the actual set, they have a very similar, like, they have green mist coming in from the back. Yep. Like from one side contrasting. And they basically just took my colour layout for the box art and I saw subsequent Ghostbuster merchandise that came out after that as well. Did as well. So yeah, I kind of a bit chuffed that they they liked it so much that they used it across their marketing. Their
0: marketing. Yeah. Well. <laughs> and and you go, and how did you guys take the photo? And they're like, oh no, digital.
1: <laughs> yeah, they just would sort have of
0: mastered in and <laughs> and Photoshop. It was Seinfeld. I think you've probably already answered that, but was it? Um, it was digital. Yeah,
1: or? that's the one that I did. Was my first. Yeah, your
2: first
0: digital attempt at digital.
1: I basically saw. I've tried over the years a few different rendering techniques to uh, sort of render digital models. I tried like POV Ray or something back in the day. Yeah, it's like MLCAD and some of those older okay yeah softwares, and they weren't quite up to snuff. And then Studio. I don't know how to pronounce it. Studio? Or oh, stud stud I,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like studio and everyone's like, no, stud.io. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. we all know what we mean. That yep. one
1: has some decent rendering, but it's still not quite as controllable as I'd like. Yep. And I saw there was this one called Mechabricks, which is a web-based one that could import uh, Lego digital Designer files directly to it, and then you can export that to Blender, yep. which is a 3D sort of modeling and rendering package it's a free package yeah um it's not something i've used before blender it's something i use Meyer at work yeah um but we've been talking about moving to blender at work and i thought oh this is a good opportunity just to dabble Give in it, it. A it's taste. free all the software i'm talking about is free so i was like why not yeah and the uh, the guy who makes the maker bricks he's got a free plug-in for blender that allows you to import the uh, objects and then it has a yeah, it has all the material so all the bricks are shaded like plastic yeah He's got a free version of that and then he's got one, I think it's like 15 bucks, that puts like fingerprints and scratches and does a more realistic version.
0: <laughs> oh, sweet.
1: And I tried the free one and it was really good. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna... it's 15 bucks. This guy's put in a lot of work. I'll pay it. Yeah. And then I use a new one. Seinfeld was like, okay, I'm going to try this thing and see if I can produce a, an ideas yeah. project with it and only it. So I can make all the faces, all the
0: torsos on the characters without having to get them printed or Use decals or anything. Well, that's it. As said, I was looking at uh, Jerry on stage and, you know, it, it does it all does right. look schmick. Like, you know, to try and light that normally.
1: Yeah, that's where I got distracted with the uh, the torch talk before. Yeah. I could I could put in as many lights now. I don't have to go to that. It's kind of effort.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's all, yeah, it's all digital. Um, yeah, I'd love to get my head around doing it digitally, but I'm um, a bit terrible at that. I'm an audio engineer, not a...
1: <laughs> like, I've tried to advance it each time, so I did the Seinfeld one and then... The uh, Dark Crystal one was not too much more advanced than that. And then uh, because I've got those computers at home now, I can try animating something, going a bit more advanced with it each time. So I'm not I'm just trying to learn a little bit more each time.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> movies stop. Kids are like, where's dad? <laughs> yeah, he just
1: poked his head out the door.
0: <laughs> um, and do your kids love Lego? Like, do they get into it or they're like, Psh, Lego?
1: Yeah, they get into it not as much as I did. I think, like, the amount of Lego they have compared to what I has as a kid when I when I got my first modular, yeah, I think it was Cafe Corner. Actually, no, it was Green Grocer, and now I got Cafe Corner. Okay, yep. That single, single Green Grocer modular, had like more parts in it than I ever had as a kid. Oh, okay. And obviously, I've got a lot more of those now, and they've got their own collection. So, new Lego set for me as a kid was a massive treat. I get a, one of the bigger sets every year. Yeah. And lots of little sets throughout birthdays and things, and then they've just got so much because they got it so much for early birthdays, I think they're a bit <laughs> over it.
2: Yeah. Well, they do
1: enjoy it. They love Lego Masters. They give me such crap for not going on it and wanting me to go on it and all this kind of rubbish.
0: I was about to say, have you have you applied for it? Or are you are like, like, um, I'm good?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if it's public knowledge, but Cade, who won season one with Henry, Cade and I actually auditioned together. Oh, okay. And I I said to Cade before we started, I was like, look, because they contacted me, I wasn't going to apply yep They saw my work online somehow and contacted me i said look i didn't want to apply because i know i'm not going to have the time because of I, where i work i'm one of the directors and owners of the business yeah i just can't see myself being a, i think it's like 10 weeks filming or something yeah i just can't see myself being able to take that much time away from work but they're pushing me to do it do you want to come along and he's like yeah i was a bit of a similar boat he's worked for another company we used to work together at sega yeah in brisbane years ago that's how i know him um and he was known... We were both at Chrome Studios before that, but we'd never worked together. And he was known as the Lego guy on his floor. Yeah. And I was known as the Lego guy on my floor in two different teams. We uh, never interacted. Yeah. And then we came together at Seager and then found out we were both into Lego. Um, and he's the one who actually convinced me to put the Ecto-1 on ideas on Lego Kuso at the time. Oh, okay. Because there was already one there that was like 4,000 votes. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I am I was just making this for myself. I'm not going to bother putting it up. This guy's already got 4,000 votes i'm not gonna be able to do much better than that yeah and he convinced me to put it up um and yeah so i spoke to him and said do you want to do it and he's like yeah i wasn't really sure myself but if you're going to do it i'll come along and we went into audition and did pretty well and spoke with the producers and i just had to say no and kate is like i'm gonna do it i was like all right <laughs> <laughs> and he, i think he got he got paired with the absolute perfect partner because yeah henry is very artistic yeah but he's also got that technic side that neither kate and i really have
2: yeah yeah that's it exactly so I, I
1: can't imagine i don't think we would have done anywhere as well if it was Cade and me just because i don't have that the technique ability that henry does yeah it was
0: a pretty good man henry has got
1: that and artistic yeah <laughs> so it's really good balance yeah they had some pretty sick builds i can't see myself going on there unless you know heaven forbid the business goes under and i have 10 weeks free time
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i hope to not see you on lego masters then <laughs> yeah. Um, are you looking forward to it this year? Yeah, uh,
1: it's a bit different this year 'cause I knew I knew Cade was on it last year. Yeah. He was the only person I knew. I'd known of Henry's work online, I'd never actually met him. Yeah. But I knew of him, I'd seen his work and I knew he was a good builder. And as soon as I saw him, as soon as he told me he was partnered with it, I was like, You guys are gonna win. Yeah. And I was saying that the entire time <laughs> and I was right the entire time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um
1: but yeah, this time I don't know anyone, not from what I've seen, I may know their name. If I saw them on one of the groups, I may know them by name. Yeah. But um so I'm keen to see how how much different that's going to be into watching it because I always had my team to root for. this Yeah. First time.
0: Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you could say to you, you know, everyone, you'd be like, "Wow, I was partnered with him, and we would have won that." <laughs> would have won it. Like I was,
1: I was the guys going, "Oh, I know that guy. I know that yeah. guy." Yeah. <laughs>
0: Last but not least, um, what's been the highlight of your Lego building experience?
1: I mean, it's just being associated in official capacity with Lego in some degree. Yep. Like whether it's the Ghostbusters or for the Lego Batman movie in general is just the highlight. Because I don't know if you recall in the late 80s, there used to be Lego Dacta kits. Do you recall them at all? They were basically Technic kits they had in schools. They came in like a plastic box with like a clear lid and there's just like lots of
0: gears and technical rings of bricks and things i never knew of it back then but i have seen them for yep. sale so yes i do know what you mean yeah, yes yep
1: we had a couple of them in our school and i remember one of this it was just a sales rep for them came to our school and i don't know why he was presenting to the kids but he was presenting these <laughs> tactical lego kids to the kids and we had them in the school and i was so obsessed with lego at the time i just remember like he's walking away back to his car. And I remember just like walking up to him, it's like, what do I have to be to be a Lego designer? And he just like flat out, you have to have a degree in engineering. And I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> like of was very deflated. Yeah. And like they may have put a bullet in my ambitions of being a Lego designer. So then having the opportunity later on to somewhat fulfill that, I didn't design the final products, but I helped yeah. get a Lego set on the shelf with my sort of picture in the manual. Yep. And it's, for something I loved as a kid growing up, Ghostbusters, and similarly with Batman. I've got something put to screen now with my names in the credits for it. Batman, which I love. Yeah. And seeing that up on screen was somewhat of an emotional
0: moment. It would be. Have you tracked down that salesman and gone, I have you know, I wouldn't even know where to look. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever... Uh, okay, because this happens to me quite often where you start building it, let's say eight nine o'clock yeah kids are going to bed and then you're like oh hang on it's one o'clock two o'clock go to bed go to bed go <laughs> yeah that's i when i was doing the rendering and sort of finaling up
1: that that calendar even though it was digital stuff i was like smashing that together so then i could do a render to go to bed but then i was like oh it's not quite right i need to tweak it some more yeah and then Part of the reason i had, this is there's multi-layers to the reason i have been doing so much digital stuff lately one my lego rooms are bomb bombsite so i don't have i don't want to clean it and sort it <laughs> yeah so i was like maybe i'll do some digital stuff instead <laughs> and two from about october ish through to probably about now because it's a converted garage there's no insulation it gets so hot in that lego room that even at night i can't work out there ah uh, yep so i have i have these limited windows of when i can actually build during the year, based on the weather. Because yep. here in Brisbane, it's just so stinking hot. If I get another Lego Ideas project through the gate, I'm going to buy an air conditioning for that room.
0: It has been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And, um, yeah, good luck on the um, Lego Ideas. I don't often get to talk to people about Lego for this long without them walking away. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm the same. Um, yeah, a lot of my friends are like, hang on. what what are you doing a lego podcast you know it's for children it's like that's not it's not (laughs) well it is but i'm a child too um yeah no a lot of people even my wife starts to glaze over now she's like yeah no just yeah just go and build yeah even mine does
1: like for all the accomplishments i've had with lego it's still the thing that gets in the road when she's trying to get the house clean and yeah even if it's the kids' Lego lying around, it's my fault that the Lego's there.
2: <laughs>
1: Before
0: I go, where can people find you?
1: Uh, I'm on Instagram, at Waller Customs, I think, on Instagram, I think. I'm not sure. I don't use it very often. <laughs> I go through phases where I use it a lot and then don't at all. Yep. Twitter, I don't use a lot either because I hate Twitter, but I'm at Brent on Internet. Yep. And they'll see there's the Waller Customs yep. uh, Facebook page. Flickr, I think I'm wet-wired on Flickr
0: which I need to update because I haven't put much stuff on there for a while. Yeah, I think the last thing you have is the Dark Crystal. Yeah, so it's a bit out of date. Yeah. And I'll put all them in show notes and a link to your Lego Ideas page. Thank you very much for being a guest on my podcast. It has been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. Thanks for having me. I can literally chat to you for hours about Lego. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to For the Love of Brick. We have plenty of great interviews coming up. So if you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast fix. And don't forget to tell your friends. If you want to drop me a line or see what I'm up to, follow me on Facebook, Insta, and Twitter. Happy building. And remember, it's all for the love of brick.